Hello. Hey, what's up? Oh, nothing. What are you doing? I just woke up, to be honest with you. I was on a really late flight last night coming back from the Dominican Republic, so I was like jet lagged. Oh, so sad. I, know. I mean, that's not, I mean, I was just up late, so then I tried to sleep in, but I couldn't. And then I had to finish Cheer on Netflix because addicted to this storyline. I never finished it. I watched the See? first. I watched like the first couple episodes and I was like, yeah, this is really good. I totally get it. And then and I was traveling and Sarah had already finished it. So then I was able to finish it. And I have so many thoughts on Cheer. I, I could do I, literally the entire episode I could do on Cheer right now. Even though we discussed Cheer like a month ago when it came out. I know. Because but, I watched it. No, I know. But like out. now I have like specific thoughts on like specific people. <laughs> well, I'm happy to discuss it again because I love cheer. We need to give it the respect it deserves, okay? Navarro I'm, College I'm and Monica deserve more than just glazing over, yeah, it was great, ding, ding, you know? No, we got to get okay, into that well, shit. Let's freaking dive in. Well, I feel like we need to start the show, and you're in Africa right now, so, you know. I am. So, I'm over here in Africa, right? It's really dry over here. Like every time I come over here, I have to bring products that will just give my hair and skin all the moisture it can get because of the dry weather. So I packed my favorite cleanser. It's from Glossier. It's the Milky Jelly Cleanser. And it is Glossier's top selling product, which is not a shocker because it is so great. It's the dream face wash. It takes off all of your makeup. It washes your face without stripping your skin of moisture. Like I hate when I wash my face and then I feel like my skin is just so dry after. That's not the case with this cleanser. You feel hydrated, cleansed. It's hypoallergenic, non-irritating, and the best part, cruelty-free, which you guys know I love. It's tough on impurities but gentle on your eyes, and it takes off your eye makeup and everything without having to sit there and scrub and rip out your eyelashes. It's honestly one of my favorite products. Oh yeah, man. You can even learn more and take a quiz on their website to find your ultimate Glossier skincare routine. Plus, all new customers will get 10% off their first order on Glossier.com slash podcast slash YFT. Get that glowy, dewy skin for yourself by visiting Glossier.com slash podcast slash YFT. Again, that's Glossier spelled G-L-O-S-S. I-E-R dot com slash podcast slash Y-F-T. Certain exclusions apply. They also have great, great makeup, too. Just saying. Okay, that sounds good. Before we before we get serious, how does, is my mic okay? Yeah, you actually sound pretty good. Okay, I'm just sitting further away from it than usual, so I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, that's always better because you tend to peak. Oh, I do. You do. You, you tish it up sometimes. <laughs> I tish it up sometimes. You do. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> yeah. Well, you're in Africa right now? Yeah, 7 p.m. over here. Oh, man. I got to say, dude. Pretty wild. Diamond status content you've been putting out as of late. Thank you. It really helps when you have a professional photographer traveling with you. It's a complete game changer. Oh, is that what's happening? Oh, yeah. It was, I feel like you, it was like a dramatic shift in my Instagram once Rachel got here because she got here a few days later than I did. And once she got here and started get, sending me pictures, man, my Instagram just like went to another level. It's interesting. It's got like a certain aesthetic. I'm not a photographer, so I can't like explain it, but they all look so Africa-y, like with the colors yeah. and everything. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, totally. It's it's actually works out so well. So my friend Rachel Lantigua is who's here doing these photos and she's primarily a wedding photographer. She's based in Fort Worth. Um, and this just like this aesthetic, this like red and orange tones yeah. and warm, photo- that's completely her style. So if you look at her wedding photography, it, the coloring actually looks very similar. So she was so pumped about this trip because she was like, man, this is just going to fit my shooting style so well. Yeah. And all her photos are just amazing. Rachel Lantigua? Rachel Lantigua. All right. Well, give her a dig. She's doing a great job out there. Seriously, if you guys need a wedding photographer, you should check her out because her photos are insane. And the thing I like about her wedding photography is it's not like your typical cliche, just like bright and crisp like wedding photos. They're just they're moodier and they're edgier, and, but they're but they're stunning. I don't know. She's just really really cool. She books up quick though, so if you want her, you better you better go get her. All right. Okay, so I want to, like, get into, like, all your favorite things in Africa. Well, let's start the show. Well, let's just make a table of content really quickly, because I I feel like we've got a lot to do, okay? (laughs) I know, we do. Okay, so on episode 92 of YFT, we need to get through all of Brandy's favorite things that are happening in South Africa, including her, the deep jerkin she's getting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got to talk about The Bachelor, because... 
Gotta. Gotta talk about the Bachelorette. Yep, gotta. And I gotta talk about Cheer, because just gotta finished it. Cheer. And then and I got the DR. This is gonna be a, a jam-packed show. I got a lot of stuff. I assume that you don't have a lot of stuff other than like cool shit in Africa. So yeah, yeah, you, you can focus fair. on Africa. I'll focus on all the other stuff. And then, you know, it'll mm-hmm. be a great show. Perfect. Uh, I think it's you. You're in Africa. You start it. Oh, I'm talking. Savinia, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with. (laughs) Did not see that coming. (laughs) Timon and Puma. Uh, In this world, who's Timon and who's Puma? Well, I got to see Timon and Puma out here in the wild. Yeah. I was watching your story. Again, if you missed the intro, Brandy's in Africa. And when I went to Africa, my favorite animal to see was the giraffe. I had never seen one before this trip. I know. So I'm saying. So and I wanted it's my to, new favorite. Right? Yes. In no way, shape, or form does it make sense that giraffes are available on this planet. I know. They're so tall. The physics of it all doesn't seem to make sense. But yet. They're amazing. I was watching this video the other day of, of this giraffe that was getting attacked by a lion. And the giraffe's, like, long, lanky legs were just, just beat the shit out of the lion. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, my God. I'm sure. I learned. Our guide told us that giraffe have the same number of vertebrae. Yeah, as humans. As us. But they're just, yeah, but they're just spaced, obviously, way further apart. Yeah. But that's pretty wild. I'm pretty sure that like every mammal has the exact same bones. They're just shaped differently. Really? Oh, I don't know. You know, yeah, they I'm pretty sure it's it. Except for except for tails. I don't know what happened to our tails, but anyways. Well, thankfully we don't have them. I don't know. It might be pretty cool to have a tail. Like if everyone had tails, like if it was a thing. <laughs> I wouldn't Sounds hate like it. it'd be really hard to ride a horse with a tail on my butt. Probably. Huh. I feel like it would just make sex weird or kind of fun, because then you got something to hold on to. Yeah, you have an accessory. Yeah, it's like reins on a horse. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, the imagery. So what else do you love about Africa? I've been to Africa so many times. This is my fifth trip. I know that that is a lot for Africa for like in the past year and a half. Like I've been here a lot. And I've gotten to see a lot of different areas, but but Reinhardt has been talking about the Kalahari ever since I met him, the Kalahari Desert area, okay. which I learned is really not, is nothing like a desert. Like, it's nothing like what I was expecting. Yeah. So he's been talking about it. it's his favorite place in the whole world, and he's just always wanted to take me there and whatever. So when he goes to the Kalahari, he camps, which, and it's, I, I'm not going to do that. He knows I'm not going to do that. So I took it upon myself to find a nice place where I could sleep in a nice king-sized fluffy bed and also experience the Kalahari. I found this place. Um, it's called Tualu. I picked it because one, it's stunning. Uh, it's actually on... Did you know that um, National Geographic has a list of like unique unique hotels? Okay. They have like, a, a list of like not that many and this place is on there. And so that was appealing. Um, but the thing I love about this place is their entire focus is on conservation, which Rye is really passionate about. So I thought it was a really good place to go that was, yes, luxurious, but also um, we get to experience like the Kalahari and um, and also like learn about a lot of conservation ta- tactics that they're doing and, and everything. So like just to point out a couple of things like we noticed the first day there's zero plastic at this place. Like they give you a little reusable bottle as the minute you get there and they say you can fill this up with water, take it on drive, take it to your room, whatever you want to do with it. Anytime they gave us water, anytime else it was in glass bottles and, um, you know, no straws, no, like even their trash bags were paper. Like it just, there was no plastic anywhere, which is great. And then we also learned that they have their own recycling plant on site at this place. And that's where they make their uh, reusable bottles out of and everything. So, no, it just seems like they went above and beyond to be eco-friendly. And then on top of that, they stress that it's technically sustainable tourism is what they're doing. And so I, I got to actually chat with the guy that is in charge of the whole uh, Tualu Foundation that does the conservation stuff. And I was like, I was like, explain to me what exactly that means. Because I was like, I feel like I have a lot of people on Instagram asking me, like, how exactly is tourism eco-friendly? How is like, what you're doing eco-friendly? And so I was like, just tell me, like, plain and simple, like, how, what that means to you. And I, lo- I liked what he said. He basically was saying, like, everything you've seen this week, whether it's our conservation efforts, you know, with being have, being an eco-friendly lodge, whether it's um, trying to increase the numbers of the endangered species we have here, whether it's all, all these things you've seen. Uh, something else that's really cool they do is they actually, like, give back into their community and provide education 
for people that live in the area and present them with job opportunities. And then they hope, you know, that they go off and do bigger and greater things. And I think that's really cool. So he was like, basically, like when you come and stay here, like the money you spend to stay at this luxurious place and to have this incredible experience is getting poured back into the community here. And it's going into research so that we can help rebuild this land and rebuild, you know, endangered species and learn about the climate change and the when and how that affects the biodiversity here and, and everything. And we, you know, throughout the week, we'd see like, oh, they'd be like, oh, there's the team that um, is researching for the endangered cobra project. Like they have all these projects going on. Um, so it's just really cool to see that, like that's kind of where your money goes, you know, because mm-hmm. travel's not eco-friendly. You know, it's just like to, it's just not you. You fly and you drive and you, I don't know, spend all this money. And but it's cool to, to go somewhere where it's actually going towards good. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm playing the circle of life behind what you're saying. So <laughs> going to turn it up for a second and just make people feel, feel really good about it. Great. Well, that's amazing. So what, what are some other favorite things? I mean, that's really cool just in terms of sustainability and eco-friendliness. So Olivia and her boyfriend came, or I don't, whatever, boyfriend, man friend, whatever the hell he is. I'm not quite sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Olivia and her her boothang came with us and Rachel all week long. We were like, all right, what are your top three experiences so far and whatnot? And I think for me, I don't know if you saw the picture, but I got to do some horseback safari-ish type stuff where we get to ride horses amongst the wildlife. And I got to ride right up to a freaking giraffe. Like we were just walking along and then just like poof. I don't know where this giraffe somehow just like appeared around this bush and just stood there. And because you're on a horse, they see you as another animal. So they don't run off like they normally would. Yeah. And he just stood there chewing on his tree, like checking us out. And I got my I got my picture with the giraffe on my horse. Like it was the coolest thing ever. It was a cool looking horse. It was like a Dalmatian. <laughs> yeah, they're called they're called leopard Appaloosas, actually. Oh, OK. Don't need to one up me on it, but. <laughs> Well, I'm jealous of you. I want to go to Africa and see all this stuff. You and Sarah need to plan a trip. I know, but, you know. Speaking of planes, I was just on a bunch of them. And you know what I find funny? Flight attendants Mm. fucking hate it when you hit the help button. Oh, hate it. They hate it. Literally, that's the (laughs) You do that, they come over there, they slap the top of the thing. Can I help you? Bitch, this is uh, what you're here for to help me, all right? And you know what? I need another vodka soda because the guy next to me is wearing a mask. And you know what? I don't know what that means. Does that mean he's got the corona or he's trying to get away from the corona? What part of the corona feds are you leaning right now, guy? Okay? <laughs> need a vodka soda. Need to pass out because I got a corona guy over here. Okay. Are you done with Africa? Do we need more Africa? Well, okay. I have one last thing about Africa. Okay. So it's not really technically Africa related, but I think she's on her way over here right now. Olivia's man. I like him. Really? I do. I like them together a lot. Yeah, but I like him. Does she like him? Because you keep on being like, I don't know if it's his boyfriend, his boo thing, his man friend. Well, you know, they're a new relationship. And so I don't know like where they're at in the whole DTR of the, of the situation. While we were here this week, she did her big reveal on Instagram, posted a picture of him on Instagram. And it was like the first time she'd really acknowledged him on social media. And so... I'm not going to be the one to say who's the boyfriend and who's the girlfriend and who's not. But, like, I'm here for it. I really like him a lot. Well, there you go. What's his name? Justin. Good old J-Man is what we're calling him over here. You found him just in time. (laughs) Get it. Dad joke. Okay, that's enough of Africa. Okay, I just want to really quickly do, like, 25 minutes on cheer. (laughs) Just a quick 25, huh? Just a quick 25 minutes, Okay. We're not doing 25 minutes on cheer. That's fine. Here are my thoughts on cheer real quick. (laughs) Yeah. I know everyone's out here for Jerry. Everyone's out here for Gabby Butler. Everyone's out here for Morgan. But you know who I stand? Who? Lexi. Yeah? I stand Lexi. And I'll tell you why. All right. Number one. (laughs) Number one. She's ripping that vape pen fucking nonstop, okay? <laughs> like, gives zero fucks about how that looks on TV, which I think is hilarious. And also, like, everyone shouldn't smoke those. They're bad for you, I'm, I assume. I don't even know. But it's. I'm sorry. It's just so funny because it's just, just ripping that thing. She's walking in the cloud of smoke. Number two, she's out here doing tumbling routines that fucking only guys can do, all right? That's- Apparently, she almost beat someone to death, like, knocked out a bunch of girls' teeth, which, again, do not suggest that but like this little blonde girl who is 
this little fire plug, all right? And then also she's getting like nudes released, which is totally not cool. But like that's happened to so many people I know. But like Lexi's all of us, okay? And like she's not buying into all like the Navarro cheer bullshit. She's like, I don't want to fucking remember everyone's name from like 1992. Like I don't care about that. I just want to go out there and tumble my little heart out, all right? She That's never is a problem. Fair. She's always just ripping out like her, her sets or whatever they're called. Like her story's crazy. I'm just here for Lexi, all right? Like I just feel like she just didn't get a lot of love that Jerry got or Morgan got. That's all I'm saying. I agree with you. I can see that. My other thing, because I've talked about uh, Dance Moms a lot, right? Mm-hmm. So Dance Moms, that coach is so fucking mean and terrible. And she's coaching younger women than Monica. Here's what I got to say about Monica. Monica is such an amazing leader of people in general. Like I've had, I've had so many coaches that were like that, that are like, that are like fucking hard on you. So you kind of hate them, Mm -hmm. but then you love them because they got your back and they make you better. Like that bitch is fucking savagely awesome. Yeah. And also like still super hot, you know? (laughs) She is. She is. I tell you what I didn't love about it. There's a lot of like, Morgan's making Matt because she's prettier than everybody else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I didn't. Don't say it out loud. Like I know it's a part of the thing, but don't say it out loud. You know, this is gonna be on TV. But then Morgan ends up proving herself and being like one of the most badass bitches. So then it's fine, mm-hmm. I guess. But that was one thing I was like, mm, I don't know. Also, definitely thought Jerry was just like the fat kid that was just like positive energy. Dude, Jerry's fucking out here being good as oh, a yeah. spot. Like, he's good. I was yeah, like, well, he wouldn't have made Matt if he wasn't. No, well, he, but he made Matt because everyone else fucking get hurt. Well, yeah. You know? Anyways. I love Jerry. And, like, the, I was just watching. I posted a story. I was fucking crying like a bitch. But whatever. Cheer was fucking emotional. But the end of it, when <laughs> Jerry's brother. No, is it um, is it Ladarius? D? When, yes, when his brother's watching. When his brother cheer, starts and... crying. Oh, yeah. It's like, shit, man. Uh-huh. That one got me, too. You guys called him Fruity for all those years, man. Mean I can't believe. And the last episode is, like, the big competition. I can't believe that after, like, having that injury halfway through and having to stop and getting a second chance to redo it. Usually in a situation like that, like, I feel like a lot of people choke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, like you're. The first one went so bad, and then you didn't finish, and then you got to go back out and do it again. Most people in that situation, I feel like, choke, and they nailed it and won. After all that, it was just nuts. My thing was, though, if I was, is it Trinity College? The other college. I would have been annoyed. Well, you guys have to do it again? You guys fucked up. Fucking guy got hurt. Fell down and got hurt. You know? Is that a tactic? Like, if you're not having a great routine, someone just fucking pulls a soccer move and just fakes an injury? You know? Yeah. Seemed like when you go down, like you fucking got to keep going, bro. So that that was one part where I was like, ah, that doesn't seem fair. They get, to, they get to do it all over again. Okay, just last thing. The fact that they're just fucking flinging people up in the air like that and catching them that high up in the air. The one where they throw the girl up and then she's on a handstand on a like a base's hands and then he throws oh, her yeah. up and then catches her feet. Like I know that's probably not that's probably not even the most difficult one, but I'm like, Jesus Christ, how do you do yeah. that? What's going on? <laughs> I know. It is pretty wild. And the last thing, not a huge fan of Gabby Douglas's dad. All right. I know. All right. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Kind of creepy. I know. Kind of creepy. Yeah, I got yeah. I agree. I do feel like her like her parents are like the classic like yep. stage mom of yeah. five years old. All right, let's make a YouTube channel. I know. Little girl, and let's whore you out for YouTube. Add money. Yeah, and having like a little girl like, stretch on YouTube just screams a lot of pedophiles watching that shit. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I should cut all this, yeah. but like that was just the vibe I got. I was Maybe. Like, yeah, I don't know. You're you're definitely not wrong about it. Mm-hmm. Listen, when we talk about cheer a lot, but I I had to give my my thoughts on it. You know, I'm glad. I'm so glad you enjoyed it as much as I as you did. Everyone loves it, right? Like the didn't the Rock tweet about yeah. it? You know, yeah, everyone loves it. All right, it's time once again to talk about my favorite toothbrush, the Quip toothbrush. 
Yeah, as you say, it also happens to be my favorite toothbrush. And I actually, I had had the same one for so long, I decided to get a second Quip toothbrush so I can leave one at home and travel with one. So I got the really pretty gold one this time. Mm-hmm. Rai Rai is very jealous. I think I'm going to have to get him a Quip toothbrush for the next holiday. Yeah, it's simple. The brush basically helps you have good habits for cleaning your gross-ass mouth. This means brushing for two minutes, twice a day, flossing regularly. No matter what brand you use, Quip makes it simple, starting with an electric toothbrush, refillable floss, anti-cavity toothpaste. Quip's electric brush has sensitive sonic vibrations with a built-in timer and 30-second pulses to guide a full and even clean. Yeah, plus we all know we're supposed to replace our toothbrush every so often, but nobody really knows how often. Well, it's actually three months you're supposed to, which no one does. The beauty of Quip is they deliver fresh brush heads, floss, and toothpaste to your door with free shipping, so your routine is always right and you always have fresh bristles to brush your teeth with. The Quip floss dispenser comes with pre-marked string to help you use just enough, plus Quip delivers fresh brush heads, floss, and toothpaste refills to your door every three months with free shipping so your routine is always right. Join over 3 million healthy mouths and get Quip today starting at $25. You just go to getquip.com slash YFT right now and you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill for free at getquip.com slash YFT. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash YFT. Quip the good habits company all right yftiers i mean there's a lot of sleep hacks out there we were actually talking about noise machines earlier but there's also like no snacking at night yoga before bed meditation i try to do that instead of trying them all you can immediately transform your sleep with bowl and branch we're talking about the best selling sheets ever incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash brandy and i love bowl and branch sheets I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bowl and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B O L L A N D B R A N C H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. You got any fave things, bro? So I finished Jar of Hearts, that book I bought for the plane ride. Yep. Give me a ding. It was freaking phenomenal. Really? They have to make this book into like a series or a Netflix movie or something. I think think there's so much going on in it. It could be a series because it kind of spans like a long time frame. Like it starts when like the girl is in high school and then when it ends, she's like, I think mid thirties. So it just spans like a long time. So I think you can make it multiple, multiple seasons, but it was phenomenal. Obviously it's like, I think I told you guys about it last week. It's like a little bit of a murder mystery and the girl, it happens really early in that she goes to jail for being part of it of the situation. And so for the first third of the book you get that glimpse of into like women's prison life and stuff and then the rest of it is just like the murder investigation and all that and there's some twists and turns and stuff you don't see coming and uh i really really loved it even like there were parts of it that were like gruesome enough that i was kind of like i don't know it's like it's it's good yeah yeah i really loved it what's it called ding definitely check it out it's called jar of hearts the author is jennifer hillier i'm gonna see what else she's written because i really loved it Got it. I finally saw Dr. Sleep, which is the um, sequel to The Shining, Stephen King. Oh. oh. And I'm so annoyed that I watched the movie before reading the book. So a lot of people were like, you need to read the book. And I was like, I don't know. I went on like a long, deep, deep hole into Stephen King novels. But it was so good. Like, like the movie's so good, so well done, so interesting. The storyline of Danny, the little boy, into adulthood. He goes down a similar path that his father went down where he becomes an alcoholic and like lives in like this like kind of dark world. And then there's this little girl whose name is Abra. She's like, I'm magic, like Abracadabra. She shines more than like anyone else. And Danny was like someone who shined really, really brightly. The way that they 
interact is cool. The villains in this are cool. You got like kidnapping gypsy spiritual souls who are immortal. You have the Overlook Hotel still like, oh my God, don't sleep on Dr. Sleep. It is so <laughs> freaking good. And I, I think I got to read the book now because Stephen King books are always better than, than the movies, even though the films and TV shows are always really good. So holy crap, man. And Ewan McGregor it plays Danny. He's mm -hmm. So good. And this little girl that plays Abra is so cute. And by the way, going to be a huge, huge star. Amazing. So, yeah. And okay. that should be on your flight when you come home. Watch it. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it, it is scary, but it is. Is it? Yeah, it's scary. Scarier than like Haunting of Hill House? It's so funny you say I was like, this is so similar to Haunting of Hill House. Mm -hmm. because it's, I loved that series. Yeah. It's great. It's ghosts, really well done ghosts. And like, obviously, like, it's not like just some slapstick horror film. It's really good. At, like Ewan McGregor is the main character. So it's like really good acting, you know? That's really funny you said that. that was my takeaway. I was like, this is so similar to Haunting of Hill House. Like a really like elevated version of ghost stories. The main girl who's the gypsy is so good. The, the whole thing is just really well done. Check it out. All right. Love. I also rewatched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I feel like I slept on because there were so many other <sighs> films that came out that I was like, Jojo Rabbit and Parasite and yada, yada, yada. But I yeah. rewatched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and then like seeing it once before and then like understanding the 13 heads of McCluskey or whatever the movie that he's in where he plays a like a war veteran that shoots the flamethrower and like how the movie ends it's so funny like so subtly funny that I and, and Brad Pitt's character is so good. Yeah. If you watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood you're like that's yeah, pretty good watch it again that's so much better the second time. You, you got I'll give it a second try. Yeah, you got 20 hours ahead of you so uh might as well. You know what I did watch on the flight over? To all the boys, P.S. I still love you. Oh, yeah? Is it good? I did. It is good. It's. I mean, it's. there's not much to say about it. It's just like a feel-good little cute watch. But the thing I liked about this one is that good old Laura Jean has the upper hand this time. She's got all the boys wanting her now instead of the other way around. You know, in the first movie, she writes like five people a letter, a love letter, because she's in love with all these boys, but she's a dork, so whatever. And then she now she's dating the hot. Noah Centineo and now all these other boys that wrote that she wrote letters to are like coming out of the woodwork and she's got options uh -oh. girls got options all I right liked it. way to go it's cute wait we haven't done bachelor yet I know we still gotta do batch okay let's just get into it I guess okay yeah we should I don't even know what my thoughts are Peter's just a, like a little weepy bitch now ooh, 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 that was a strong accusation he goes and he's like, I'm not gonna love my like, this is gonna be the hardest thing ever. You know, like, I was like, dude, like, I know this is tough. Yeah. I don't know, sack up a little bit. It's not like you're watching the end of Cheer, all right, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the big takeaways from it for me were the Burroughs ceremony, they're wondering if Madison's showing up. And when she does show up, I can't believe he gave her a rose. I mean, her she did not look like she wanted to be there. Yeah. She did not look like she wanted to accept the rose. She didn't look like she thought she was getting a rose. She seemed so unsure and uncertain standing there that I just couldn't believe that that's what happened. I mean, I just, I would have seen the uncertainty in her face and been like, you just need to go home. Yeah. For Hannah Ann's perspective of seeing yeah. her like, so like, yeah, I guess I'll take it. I know. And to think like, what, that's what, this, this is what I'm up against. And like, he's so obsessed with the girl that's clearly like not into it. I don't know that I, if I were Hannah Ann, I would feel, I would not like that. I would feel very strongly about that. Yeah. And then the women tell all was just. Phew. Squawk, squawk, mine, 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 squawk, 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 mine, mine. Like, <laughs> it was one of the worst ones where the people talked over each other and it was like, did anyone really get to say anything at all? Yeah. And I'm surprised that Chris, like, let it go, but I feel like that was the allegory for the season. It was just a bunch of women mm -hmm. who were just screaming at one another and didn't really care about the thing they were supposed to care about, which was the guy, you know? Right. Totally. Anyone who's, why isn't someone from the season The Bachelorette just watch the mm -hmm. fucking women tell all? Because that's why. Honestly, there was not a good choice from this season to pick at all. Victoria F., I really enjoyed hearing kind of her, like when he, when Chris had her sit down on the couch and you kind of got to hear like her thoughts like post, like I really like liked how she was like, oh yeah, there was, I could have done the whole season differently. Like she acknowledged that 
she handled a lot of things wrong and that she, you know, there was a lot that she probably wished she could have done differently. But I just felt like she really, out of everybody, grew a ton from going through that, all that experience. Yeah. What do you think about Claire Crowley as the Bachelorette? And my first reaction was that I freaking hate it and I probably won't watch it. Um, <laughs> and that's because I truly just don't enjoy Claire. Oh, wow. And every season I've, I've seen her on, she just drives me a little crazy. But the thing I do like about it, about this choice, is I do like that they're getting outside of their cookie cutter bachelorette box and picking someone that's a little bit older and has her shit together, whatever, you know, supposedly has her shit together. Like, I just, I like that. They're breaking the mold a little bit as far as who they would normally pick for The Bachelorette. That's what I like about it. You know, everyone's kind of making fun of this season, The Bachelor, and no woman could come out and become The Bachelor because it was such a dumpster fire. But I would like to remind everyone that this season that I was on, the same thing happened. So I really can't pass any judgment. <laughs> what do you mean the same thing happened? No one from my season became The Bachelor. They chose Nick Vial instead of... Oh, that's right. Either Chase or Luke or... I was up for the running for a little bit too, but we were all mm -hmm. not... We were not worthy. It worked out perfectly for me. I got no judgment there. They're scrambling for casting, I guarantee you. That's what I was going to say. That's going to be the problem. And so the, the positive is that they're going to have a lot of older men on the show because she's a little bit older i mean and or like i just I don't know have if, young guys too yeah but i don't know if she's like super pumped about the idea of getting engaged to a guy who's 24 let's be fair no i think i don't i'm not i didn't you know 24 is a little low but i do think there'll probably be some like older 20 somethings yeah great they're gonna have trouble casting it just because of <laughs> that thing but the domino effect of it means that there's going to be an older bachelor that comes out of it because there's just going to be a lot of if so facts so going to be a lot of older contestants on the bachelorette which means it'll kind of break us out of this mold of like the women that are on the show are way too young and are mm -hmm. not really ready to get engaged. Then we can kind of get back to someone who's 31 or like in their 30s who actually wants to fucking get engaged, you know? I know. Yeah, I completely agree. The only bummer this is going to be for Paradise, all these older dudes who are ready to settle down are going to go to Paradise with a bunch of 20-year-olds that are just there to party. Yeah, but... So that'll be interesting. For me, I went on the show when I was 31. I was like, I'm definitely ready. And I probably wasn't. And now that I'm 35, going to get married to someone who is, you know, in their mid-20s. So it might yeah, be... Sarah's different. Her life has has been has made her more mature I know, than her age. Well, I'm trying to say is someone who's in their, like, mid-30s or, like, kind of, like, early to mid-30s emotionally is probably about as mature as a woman who is in their like mid to late twenties. Yeah. So it might work out perfectly. Maybe we shall see. I'm a little shocked they did this just because I feel like this is very similar to what they did with Ari. Yeah. And Ari's season was such a bore. Until the end, then it was fucking TV gold. It was fine. It wasn't my favorite. Whatever. All right. Is that enough of this? I mean, I'm excited to see what's going to happen, but I definitely think that we're right that Maddie's going to leave. And then at the end of it, it's, you know, I just found that Maddie I think was he's going to legitimately propose to Hannah Ann, put a ring on her finger. Maddie's going to come back and be like, I'm back. And then he's going to say to Hannah Ann, I'm so sorry. I have to take the ring back and give it to Maddie. Yeah, I don't know. If that were to really happen, I'd be really surprised that Hannah Ann wasn't the bachelorette. I know, but that's kind of how what I think. Well, it's a two-night finale. Yay. Yeah. All right. That's enough of that. Brandy was just in the Dominican Republic, which means it was sunny outside, which means I got to rock my new Warby Parker glasses, which I freaking love, by the way. Oh, yeah. You rave about these sunglasses. Warby Parker is committed to providing exceptional vision care online and in stores, offering eyeglasses, sunglasses, eye exams, and contact lenses. Glasses just started at 95 bucks, dude, including... Prescription lenses, sunglasses, progressives, and blue light lenses are also available. So if you're in front of a computer, boom, you got that going on for you. Those are the ones I have, actually. My eyes are so sensitive when I'm staring at the screen all the time. And so my blue light lenses from Warby Parker are fab. One of my favorite things about Warby Parker is you get to take the online quiz. Then you order the try-on kit. And then they send you the glasses. And then you have to try them all on. Then you have your fiance tell you which ones you look good in, which ones look stupid in. And then, boom, that's how you figure out what glasses to get. You know how they look. You see the quality of the glasses when they come to your house. 
The ease of the home of try-on program is amazing. And guess what? We've got a deal for you. We sure do. You can try Warby Parker's free home try-on program where you order five pair of glasses to try at home for free for five days. There's no obligation to buy. It ships free and includes a prepaid return shipping label for the ones you don't want. So try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash YFT. That's Warby Parker, W-A-R-B-Y-P-A-R-K-E-R.com slash YFT. Do it. All right, so earlier, Brandy, you were talking about how this safari you're on is really working on, like, cutting down plastics, which I think is cool because Mm -hmm. that's exactly what Grove Collaborative is all about, trying to cut down all the plastics we use, but committed to making a few small changes around the house to make a big impact. And Grove Collaborative will help you cut down plastic use easily. By now, most of us understand why it's so important to use natural products and reduce our plastic use in our homes. But where do you start? Don't you wish there was someone who would curate all the highest quality, natural, non-toxic, sustainably sourced items you need? Well, guess what? Grove Collaborative is here to help. I have been shopping on Grove Collaborative for, honestly, I think I think over a year now. I love this site because you will find all of the brands you already know and love, like Mrs. Myers, Seventh Generation, and Burt's Bees, and you can discover something new, like their best-selling Grove-made products that you can't find anywhere else. And let's be honest, we're all busy. That's why Grove delivers what you need on your schedule straight to your door with flexible refill orders, and you never have to worry about running out of everyday essentials. Here at Your Favorite Thing, we love Grove Collaborative so much. The online marketplace that delivers all natural home, beauty, and personal care products directly to your door. Brandy was talking about it earlier, but I'm a huge Mrs. Myers fan. But literally everything on the site is amazing. So join over the 2 million households who have shopped at Grove for their healthy, sustainable home essentials. Make your home more sustainable this year. Now for a limited time, when our listeners go to grove.co slash YFT, you'll receive a free five-piece set from Grove so you can swap out plastic in an easy way. Plus, you'll get free shipping and a free 60-day VIP trial. Go to grove.co slash YFT to get this exclusive sustainable swaps offer. That's grove.co slash YFT. Save the planet and the turtles. Oh, so we were at this music festival in the Dominican Republic. It was the uh, Avid Brothers Live at the Beach, which is like a really fun thing that I've done. Oh, I wondered where you were. Yeah, so the Avid Brothers, a band that I love a lot, they curate this kind of music festival. A couple years ago, it was in Mexico. This year, it was in the DR, and the music festival lineup is crazy. It's like Dawes and Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros and Trampled by Turtles and obviously the Avid Brothers and Emmylou Harris and Langhorn Slim and such a good freaking lineup. We went to Benihana one night, like like their version of a Benihana. There are two types of people in the world. There are people who love the antics of Benihana. And then there are people who mm-hmm. are like, stop flicking the fucking egg around and stop throwing food in my mouth and make the food so I can eat it already. All right. So which one are you? I am. I'm fucking starving over here, guy. I don't <laughs> care about your your volcano made of onions. Feed me already. We are 37 minutes in and I haven't eaten anything other than the egg piece that you flung into my mouth about 25 minutes ago, bro. And also like the chance that they're trying to get you to do. And oh my God. And then you got to be like, you probably should pick a different restaurant. I know. And then you got to be like, you got to like make friends with everyone at the table. It's like, and you don't really get to choose what you want. It's like, what do you want? Do you want shrimp? Do you want beef? Do you want chicken? Well, that's it. And then we're going to put some fucking rice in there and mix it all up and booyah, kasha, there you go. That'll be $75. No. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, I, you know, I want, I want certain things, guy. So I don't need a whole show. That's my thought on that. This is, this is why I don't go to Benihana because I don't like this either. Yeah. One of my least favorite things. It's becoming more prevalent to have a bottle of soap and a bottle of lotion next to one another at a sink. Oh, yeah. And have you ever accidentally used the lotion and then tried to wash your hands and then it's just like this really weird, like greasy feeling on your hands and then you just don't know what to do. You freaked out. You've lost this battle. (laughs) Yep, I've done this. Yes, I know. And you're always like, oh, no, it's lotion and water. This is not something that's supposed to be together. Uh, And then you got to rewash 
I love the fact that they've got lotion there because, like, obviously washing your hands, you know, dries them out. But we need to, like, have, the, like, be very visible as to what's soap and what's lotion. Okay, guys? Because it's always, okay. like, the same cool lettering. And you're like, which one is this one? Uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah, this, this actually just happened to me on my flight over because the airlines do this. They have the soap and the lotion. Yeah. I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. But let's just fucking big letters that say <laughs> lotion and big letters that say soap. Or the big letters that say number Very one. Distinctive. And then big letters that say number two. Okay? <laughs> All right, that's all I got. You want to do some music? You're insane. I know. Speaking of the Avits at the beach, there were so many good songs, and I know this is this is from twenty from Dawes' 2018 record, Passwords. But to be fair, it's their most recent record, and I really love this song, Crack the Case, and I wanted to play it on the show for you right now. Sick version of telephone starts at the clip of the microphone. A game we thought we had all outgrown, but still everybody plays. Ignoring all of the remedies, believing all of the rumors. With their endless database. I want to sit with my enemies and say we should have done this sooner While I look them in the face Maybe that will crack the case Anyways, Crack the Case by Dawes. That record's really good, but that song was the one that, that got me when I was uh, pretty drunk on a beach listening to them a couple nights ago. Dang. What do you got? Because we recorded so early last week, I technically should have talked about this last week, but I just forgot. Noah has a new song out. It's not her song. It's Jimmy Allen featuring Noah Cyrus. This is us. This is that's it. Very nice. Do you like it? It's different for her. Yeah. It's so happy sounding. I know. I know. <laughs> usually Noah's very, a lot of minor keys usually Noah's songs include. I know. I, that was the first thing I said to her was like, oh, happy song. This is a good change. <laughs> Although I do love her sad, sad music. I know. Have you heard of Andy Schaff? No. Yeah, he's got a new record out called The Neon Skyline, but I've just found him, so I wanted to play something a little bit older off of a 2016 record called The Party. I really like this song. It's got like 18 million spins, too, which is which is crazy. This is a song called The Magician. This is, this is Andy Schaff on YFT.
Bischoff. The new record's called The Neon Skyline. I need to listen to that. But yeah, that's some good shit. What else you got? The 1975 have a new song out called Birthday Party. Have you listened to that yet? I haven't liked like, the last four 1975 songs, so. This one's better. This one's better. All right. I was wasted. Minding my business And I seen the girls And they were all like I Listen I got myself a missus Says they can't be any kissing What did you just yell out? Here she comes. Am I being summoned? Come here. Am I being summoned? Oh, yeah. Sit down. Oh, God. Here we go. Oh, hey, hey. The people need to know. Okay. Are you and Justin boyfriend and girlfriend? We are. Oh! I hate that I can't hear. What is your favorite thing about Justin? I love how goofy he is, but he's also one of the most thoughtful people. He's very kind. And uh, very tall. He's very He's tall. Very tall. Bold move, Olivia. Taking a guy that you're not really sure as to the relationship status to fucking Africa for like a we week and a half. We were in a relationship when we were going to Africa. We've been in a relationship oh. for two months now. Oh. Well, that wasn't yeah. that big <laughs> a news break. <laughs> I didn't know. She's very elusive. I, about... was, I was definitely like keeping him a secret and not yeah. really saying anything. But we did. We made... It exclusive on New Year's or around that time. So, oh. and then yeah. went and then went Instagram public this week. Oh, it was really scary. How's Instagram uh, responding? Oh, they're so nice. I'm shocked. Literally, everyone thought I'd be alone forever, and so everyone's just so excited. He's nervous, I think, because he's like private and doesn't do Instagram and all that stuff. So I was kind of we had this like long talk about when to post and what to post. And it was so awkward, but it's like a thing when mm. you, you gotta, I know it's weird. So yeah. And then us weekly wrote an article about her the next day. So Literally and then the next day there, it's the, the jury's out, whether it, it's possible that they flew a helicopter by us <laughs> no, on they definitely did. while we were at a winery yesterday. I don't know. I, I think that could have been us weekly. They a hundred percent were flying a helicopter to get photos. Yeah. Cause it's such a big monumental moment. <laughs> Absolutely. In life, apparently. So. Yeah, no, they're probably just going to steal the Instagram photo and put that in the article. <laughs> That'll be The cheaper. irony is they posted, you know, Olivia is now in a relationship and then they didn't use a single post from the photos. It's just like a photo of me. So oh, yeah. Jury's out still on what he even looks like. So that's good. Yeah, but he's great. What do you think of him, Bran? I've already raved. I okay. Said, I said I love yeah. him so much. He's a great guy. He's He's so wonderful. I'm obsessed. So. All as well. Oh, Cute. Wow. Thoughts on Claire Crawley's Bachelorette? Huge fan. Yeah? Do you Huge know her? Fan. This was not her reaction earlier. Oh. I was, I mean, obviously I'm a little bit like, whoa, at first, but I'm so pumped. Oh, I said I wasn't a big Claire She's guy. Like, just the right amount of cuckoo. Mm. <laughs> There's going to be 40 year olds with kids on her season. Like, we're never, we've never seen that before. Okay, that, that's what I said. I said I liked that part about it. Yeah. They picked, they finally, like, they're breaking their mold of Bachelorette and picking someone a little older. Yeah. Like, but they're going to have talks about, like, finances she's and, a like, lot. stuff. But she watch. is the perfect amount of cuckoo, I feel. Like, I'm very here for a little bit of cuckoo. Okay. Yeah. She looks amazing. Her body's banging. Huge the, fan. They're going to have an Huge episode support. about setting up their 401k and like getting ready for their <laughs> yeah. AARP membership. And Conversations are just going to be so much different. I can't wait for paradise. People are going to be fucking pushing around walkers down there and asking me for tennis <laughs> balls for the feet of the walkers. Asking for some like oh. Metamucil inside their margarita. It's going to be great. Yeah. They're going to be taking shots of Pepto instead mm -hmm. of whiskey or whatever the heck people take on that show. It's going to be great. Producers are going to be like, so what do you think about Mexico? And she's like, huh? What did you say? Huh? 
Okay. You know, you're basically the same age as most of these dudes oh. that are going on the show. So. Oh, I know. But I look young, baby. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, okay, Olivia, cool. I'm happy well, that you are happy and getting some good dip dock. Oh, I'm getting some deep ticket. Oh, right. yeah. I'm convinced they slept in this. And in, in, so in Rye's extra bedroom, there's two single oh beds that no one ever uses. But they, long story short, they had an Airbnb booked for South Africa, for Cape Town. And once we got to Cape Town, the Airbnb chick wasn't answering the phone. Just completely. So it was a complete scam. Yeah. Mm. So they had nowhere to stay. So they stayed here. And the only sleeping option was two single beds. And I'm convinced they had sexy time in one of the single beds. And they won't admit it. I'm not lot like we tried there was like a just the tip moment <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't a full throttle it wasn't a deep dickin it was like <laughs> a shallow dickin a shallow dickin that turned into like we're both way too big for this situation <laughs> and it is a small bed we quickly i was like we'll do this later we'll do this another time and it was it it was great <laughs> Yeah, but we tried. So, Brian, you can tell people we did tried. Did you guys to have sexy up. time in the outdoor shower at Tualu? No. Oh, Ryan, I did. No, it was too cold. There was one day that was just hot enough to make it work. No, it was much too cold. But mm. we did try some that bathtub though. Oh, you did it in the bathtub? Yeah. Wow. A little, a little touchy feely action. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's kind of the play—is like some touchy feely action in the tub, and then you get out to do the actual sexing. I hate. You know what I wish people had in Europe that we have in the US is like those steps in the shower. Oh yeah, 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 they, yeah, they, yeah. We, You can't really like do fun standing activities mm, in the shower, step, but yeah. if you have the step, that's true. Then you can like sit. And my friend Kirsten runs my Nashville house, you know? Mm-hmm. And she was like, what is that seat for in the shower? <laughs> she didn't know. I mean, it's your leg up so you no, can no, shave no, no, your no. leg. It's for deep dicking But mostly it's a deep dicking situation. <laughs> And the Europeans don't what's even know what that out? is. They're yeah, missing out. And what's you know, Nothing. What's the South Africans, I have not I seen a single sex step <laughs> in a shower. Well, do y'all have a sex step? I just want you to know that you guys just started rambling on, so I just started playing Akuna Matana over you guys, and it's weirdly working perfectly in the mix. This is how we're ending the show. You guys talking about deep dick and while I play Akuna Matata for your. Fabulous. I can't wait to hear. When does this release? Like, I'm so pumped. Like, tomorrow. Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, Whatever day it is. Okay. All right, you guys go, go, go back out and hang out with Timon and Puma. I love you guys so much. <laughs> Bye, Wellesie. Bye. Bye. Hey, shut up! Sid, are you gonna stop me? No, I'm not. You disgust me. Hakuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase. Hakuna Matata. Ain't no passing craze. Oh my god, you guys are so annoying. It's gold. Content gold. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.